Coming to you live from the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios, it's the Cigar Pulpit. Hello everybody and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of Burn Nick and with me tonight for this month's Ask the Boys... We have Nick Gervais, owner of My Monthly Cigars and Fucking Good Coffee. How the hell are you doing, Nick? Doing fucking great. Fucking it's been a long time. It's good to be back. It's been a little bit. You, well, you took yeah. last month off so you can go and open the box with the guys at the Smoking Butts and Tapping Ash. You know, I get it. They were they were the That's new the tiniest violin, right the new, there, the smallest new, violin in the, the world. The new flavor in town. You know, I get it. Oh, they got good flavor, man. Uh, They've I, got I, some good flavor. I've tried the and we're market. working on some flavor. We are doing some things. Yeah, yeah. Somebody needs to tell them that it's fucking and not fucking because, like, when they talk well, about they get their, it right. Yeah, when they talk about their fucking rub or whatever it is they've got going on there, I'm just saying it's like you know. For the record, it's the you. I on them. I pick on Travis about yeah. pronouncing his M's, but this is me pr- picking right. on Dave because Dave yep. just calls it fucking good, and it's fucking good. And that's all you. For the record, <laughs> I didn't say a word. Oh, I'll hear. I, say I will hear about this from them tomorrow. So that's oh, one hundred percent. So yeah. So I mean, and if Dave is listening, then I did get the rub, and uh, it smells awesome. We, we, we it you, smells amazing. Did did you did you rub it on your meat? I did. It was in my meat rub, and uh, I used it incorrectly at first. I didn't know it was supposed to go on food. So like, <laughs> you're like, it's like, meat, ow, this meat, hurts. Meat rub? What the hell? And all of a sudden, Mrs. Gervais is just like, whoa. Anyway, sorry. Wow. The shower is just, <laughs> the shower is clogged with all this. Oh, my God. Crumbs. Never mind. Let's just. All right, move moving on. on. Well, it is, on. it is time for us to find out what's in the box. So we're cracking open the July My Monthly Cigars box and uh, seeing what's in the box. A little late, but that's all right. It's okay. That's all right. And that's uh, fine. You know, we got this this sticker now instead of having the uh, the card. No, there, th- that was this, uh, that was almost a happy accident last month. The card, uh, because remember, this was July 4th, and yeah, you know, I, I, uh, I help out local. I don't uh, source out printing and stuff to like bigger companies. Yeah. So I go with a local company and, you know, it's a mom and pop printer. They're fantastic. They're awesome. They do great work. And I didn't take into account that it was July 4th vacation for them. <laughs> so we missed everything. And uh, we were kind of, I was on a tight deadline. So I wanted to get the boxes out. So that actually worked out pretty well. Okay. Um, scanning that code and putting that up there. It's kind of easy. I like the, um, the, yeah, the, the QR code uh, is nice. And and you the know QR code works, yeah. And yeah. I, but I like the insert too. You know, yeah. having that the something palatable card. just to hold. To hold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this works perfect, just just as well. Hey, you know what? Look, it's uh, in a pinch. It might work it in the future. Fun. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it's so. great. I'm okay with it. It's great. I'm perfectly happy with it. All right. It's so been a month. I, I don't care. So I have opened up the box, and uh, I can read through if you want, or did you pull out all I, your? I just scanned your uh, handy dandy great. QR code, so I'm cool. ready to go. So. Why don't we go ahead go and start, ahead, with, start with the one that was out of the pouch, and I'm assuming because it's just so damn big, it couldn't fit in the pouch. That's what she said. Is the mm-hmm. Greycliff Grey Wolf Maduro. It is a 7x50 Churchill with a Maduro wrapper, Honduran binder, and Honduran filler. 
And then next up, we have the Taranio Exodus Silver 1959. It is a 4.7 by 52 Robusto with a Criollo 98 wrapper, Cameroon binder, and filler made up of Costa Rican, Honduran, and Mexican tobaccos. Then we have the Alec Bradley White Gold. It is a 5 by 50 Robusto with a Connecticut wrapper, non-existent or unknown binder, and filler made up of Dominican and Nicaraguan tobacco. And then the one that I think, I, I just looking quickly, we're going to smoke this tonight. It's the uh, EP Carrillo Allegiance. It is a 5x50 Robusto featuring Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper, Nicaraguan binder, and Nicaraguan filler. So, yeah, buddy, let's, let's light that one up. I'm, I'm looking forward it. to this because I have had, I've had the Pledge Allegiance on the show. I've had the pledge mm-hmm. on the show. I've had the encore on the show, but I have not done the allegiance on the show. And so this, well, will, be the, this will be the first time that it. we do this. So that's yeah. the beauty of uh, my monthly cigars, isn't yeah. that fantastic? It what, is. What do you know? Indeed, the beauty you know? is. Did you have? Did you have the EP Korea uh, pledge firecrackers? Um, you had one way before, right? You had like you know what? Yes, I had like a sample okay. um, that was provided yeah. to me. And I won't, you know, okay. I mean, I could, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. whatever, but I'm not going to brag about it. Um, but uh, well, you, you sure did behind the scenes. That's oh, for sure. yeah, I I, I'm not going mean, to lie there. Come on. I mean, whatever <laughs> you would have. But anyway, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. But I bought some and they were fantastic. I still have a couple left. So there you go. They're really good. Um, but uh, cool. Well, I'm going to I'm going to get mine out of the cellophane. I will admit I haven't smoked it yet. I have it, but I haven't smoked it yet. Oh, yeah? Yeah. No, I never got around to it. This one's in there, huh? Uh-huh. uh-huh. Yeah, it doesn't work when you're on the camera, you know? <laughs> no, but most people are in the car listening. That's true. Well, yeah, hey. It's uh, got it out, finally. I haven't had that in a while. Um. Anyway, so, okay. Well, it's time to go ahead and cut the cigar, and the official cutting is brought to you by Dan the Man Ponder over there at Riverman Cigar Company. Guys, I was just hanging out at Riverman Cigar Company earlier today, and uh, they have the uh, new one in from uh, Esteban Carrera. And before I move on, I probably should have looked up what that was so that, you know, I actually knew what I was talking about. Um, and uh, yeah, it was, uh, what is this? The, uh, the Devil's Hand by Esteban Carrera. They just got that in. But, uh, you know, if you're looking for something good from E.P. Carrillo, they do have the short run limited edition um, heading to the shop here soon. So you can uh, give them a call over there at Riverman and kind of put in your pre-order for that. Um, Dan did announce that he heard from the fine folks at J.C. Newman that the Yagua is going to be making a return here later this year as well. So you can get uh, your hands on those at some point from Riverman Cigar Company as well. But, guys, they've got all kinds of great cigars. So... If you're in the St. Louis area, swing by Riverman Cigar Company and check them out. If you're not, you can give them a call, and they do mail order. They'll walk you all around the store, tell you what they've got, and get a nice shipment sent out to you right away. So it's Riverman Cigar Company of Crestwood, Missouri. And with that, I'm going to go ahead and cut my cigar. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. Did you hear mine? Did I did hear mine? I did. I think, I mean, the Zoom might have been off, but I think it sounded I would say coordination perfect. may have been a little off due to uh, the Zoom. But, but the uh, Zoom sounded amazing. It did sound good. So, so I don't know. We'll see. Well, I haven't lost it. Well, I haven't well. lost it. <laughs> what are you going, straight or V? I'm gonna uh, sh- this is kind of a soft box. I'm, I'm going to do straight cut on it. 
can't believe I just said that. But uh, it's a soft <laughs> box, and a lot of times I, like I will a soft do a cut. Yeah, I, I mean, it's I don't like a hard. It's box. Really the, no, no, it's not workable. No. But uh, <laughs> no, I mean, no, it's dry wants- and crusty. If you if you like slice it wrong, nobody I- wants a hard rough box. Um, <laughs> all right, so yeah, so no, I, I went with the uh, straight cut there. And we'll I went with the V. Well, look. All right, then. Then we're then we're Let's try it out. Going different here. So, do, uh, do a uh, cold draw on this guy. Yeah, I will speak while you do a cold draw, hmm. so there is no silence, and I will watch you think and continue to suck. You know, I don't have box. I don't have that flavor note wheel in front of me, but um, that's a great wheel. I know. There's a little. There's an earthiness to it. I think. I feel mm. like. Yeah, I, well, we'll get into it later, but that's funny because I, I did have, like, I'm always the one that's like, earth? Like, what, what is mm-hmm, earthy? Mm-hmm. But I ended up having earthy. Like dirt. An earthy note in that <laughs> in that cigar review. Yeah, like dirt. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'd kind of get in a little bit. I don't know if it's a a, a light cherry or what, but. Uh, um, maybe. I don't know. I think I'll, I need the wheel. That wheel is super helpful. That wheel is helpful. And I'll admit, um, I did have dinner. Uh, just a little bit ago as well, so uh-huh. um, that might be throwing me off. Here. Well, there you go. So whatever yeah. it is, it's not terrible at all. Nope, it's fantastic. So I've had too many of these. Fire this guy up, and we can get rolling here. So absolutely. So Nick, yeah, it's been a little bit since you've been on the show. So what the hell you been, been up a to? Couple, couple months, man. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of shit. Life is uh, life is interesting the way it's. Uh, <laughs> It presents itself sometimes, but uh, things are good. Uh, things yeah. are busy, but yeah. Um, yeah, if we can get, we'll get serious for a second. Why not, right? Okay. Uh, if you if you don't mind, how, how serious we getting here? Are mm. you really serious? All right, I put. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Okay. Sorry, I just had that lit in the mic. No, that's well, okay. yeah, sure. I mean, you know, it's um, you know, I haven't. Uh, Really spoken publicly about it. I mean, she's <laughs> publicly like one of my fucking celebrity. I, I got to put say, out, you, got, you know, you get your, your PR <laughs> people on this. Yeah, you know? that team was. They were uh, on vacation for a little oh, bit. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just for so the, back real yeah. quick, just to clarify for those people who are watching on the YouTube, it is hot as fuck mm-hmm. outside right now, and it is like. I don't know, 1021 my time, 1121 your time. It is currently like 84 temperature wise, but it feels like 93 with like 75% humidity. So I am literally sweating bullets. So if anybody's watching the YouTube, I apologize, but it looks like I just got out of a pool. What's your humidity right now? Like 75% with a 75 like degrees. Whatever. So right now, right now. Met sixty seven. See the dew points degrees out, but it feels yeah, real feel. Hold on, oh that's twelve a.m. Yeah, see that's like uh, real actually, feel here is like ninety three. So real feel right now is seventy two here, but the humidity is ninety one percent. Fuck. Oh sorry, ninety five percent. The indoor is ninety one. Uh, no wind whatsoever. Yeah, and there's like gross. no wind. there's no wind here either. So the dew dew point is sixty five. There is an offensive swamp crotch alert going on right now. So it's it's just it was just wet today, and it's going to even be for us. It's going to be even worse tomorrow. It's going to be super moist for everybody. So 
Staying nobody, inside. Nobody wants it super moist. No, it's sloppy. No, sloppy. It's going to be real sloppy yeah. tomorrow. Anyway, gonna all right. Die. So yeah. <laughs> so back oh. to back to the 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 actual. Oh, yes. Were we getting serious? We were getting serious, uh, and, I, and I decided to go down the weather route do for that. a second. So can't anyway. do that. So so yeah, back um back in April, um I had a spot. I've always had this spot. So I had a dermatology appointment, just a regular skin checkup. And I always had this spot under my eye that was actually biopsied a few years ago, came back negative, but it grew back. So dermatologist said, let's biopsy it. And she's like, you'll probably hear from us in two weeks. But when I heard from them, if this was a Friday, when I heard from her on Monday, I'm like, that's not good. Like this can't be good. And sure shit, it wasn't. And uh, it turned out I ended up having, um, skin cancer and I had melanoma, which lucky me is a, the bad skin cancer <laughs> that you could get awesome. and B only 1% of skin cancers are melanoma. So I'm part of the, uh, 1%. Hey, look, I at guess. You. <laughs> look at me moving on up. Do you get the green jacket? So it didn't get it yet. Okay. Uh, it's All still right. in getting tailored, okay. but, um, so yes, yeah, so I found that out and, uh, you know, got to go through the stages and, and uh, I don't want to bore everybody with it, but you know, I went through process. Um, I had to get Mohs surgery. It's called Mohs, M-O-H-S, where they basically slice off a margin around where the spot was to make sure they get it all. Luckily for me, it was, uh, I don't want to say superficial, but that's kind of what it is. It was on the top. I got it early, luckily, um, but it was right under my eye. And First time, they didn't cut it all out. There was uh, remnants of it up closer to my eye. So I'm like, holy shit, I'm going to have like no eyelid here. Yeah. So they cut off more. Basically, they cut off at the end a little little over a two by two square out of my face. Holy um, shit. So then I had to have, so you couldn't just stitch that up. So I had to have reconstructive surgery. So first thing that pops in my head is there goes my modeling career, right? That's done. Did That's they take the skin window. from your ass? No, so listen. Okay. I told them I don't want a piece of my arm or my ear or my ass on my face. <laughs> I'm like you. I'm you not pull making as tight as you can. I'm obviously not making jokes. This is this is a. This I is know. A no, seri- no, no, no. This, this is a serious this, conversation. It is, but, but a little I, a little levity. It. I would say a little mm-hmm. levity doesn't hurt. You know, obviously, you know. Anyway, listen, so. I'm good with it. I, okay. You know, I all, am, so. all right. I just want to make sure because no, it's it. You know, if you can't laugh, you can't. You know. And I'm lucky. I'll, I'll get into that. But so, anyways, they was like they had to do reconstructive surgery because they couldn't just put it together. Mm-hmm. So I actually saw a plastic surgeon, like an oncologist, plastic, who had a plastic surgery place in in Hollywood for years. I was like, okay, so I know who I'm going with here. This is good. Um, here's the crazy part. I had to go under for it, but it was a twilight anesthesia. Yeah. So what that means is. They were like, you're probably going to wake up in about 10 minutes and you'll be awake through the whole thing. I'm like, what? So I'm laying there and I wake up. So you're aware of it when they're tickling your balls. I'm awake for every finger. (laughs) um, (laughs) So I clowns come in the room and you're like, what the fuck? Uh, (laughs) Why did you put me out for this? I would have obliged. (laughs) But, uh, so what's weird was this is the craziest part. So I'm awake and I hear like the snip, snip, like oh god, the, the everything, but I can't feel it. And they're well, having conversations good. with me the whole time. Yeah, you know. So, uh, so that goes through, and then I had monster patch and everything on the face, and 
So since April, from April like 20th till 21st or something like that, up through probably a few weeks ago, I had some sort of patch or uh, bandage covered on my face, on my left side. So yeah. luckily they didn't have to do any skin grafts, um, but I like to equate it. And I tell people, I'm like, they pulled my skin so tight. It was like putting a condom over a watermelon. Uh, that's <laughs> yes. how much it tight. And that's why I hurt a lot. So they had to do some cutting to do it. So, so actually, I mean, if you, if you weren't looking if I wasn't telling you right now, I don't yeah. know. In person, you could see it on camera. You could see a little bit. But, um, you know, the good thing is uh, I'm lucky about it. Uh, lucky it happened. Uh, it was caught when it was caught because basically I was told, you know, that's the one that spreads the most and the fastest. And, you know, we're I'm a guy. I'm stubborn. I don't like I don't. We don't think about normal trips to the dot. Yeah. Well, the doctor just for a random yeah. checkup. I'll go for my physical and, you know, all that. So I, I can get everything done. I'll do my eyes every year just so I can get my contacts, all that kind of stuff. But, you know, something like dermatology is like, you don't think about it. It's just like, whatever that's been there. But had I waited about, you know, six months to a year, they said the chances are that it would have just creeped up and gotten to my eye. And that could have been a whole new ball game. Yeah. So that would have been brutal. But, uh, I know I'm lucky. I, I, I you know, and, and I'll be honest, a lot of times I even hesitate to talk about and say, it feels weird to say I had any sort of cancer, skin yeah. cancer, whatever, because I know there's so many people out there that have cancer in way worse ways and they deal with it in a way more intense way than I have. It's, it's more fearful. Lucky for me, you know, obviously the, the, the survival rate, et cetera, for what I've got. It's super high. It's like over 95%. So um, not really. I was never really worried about the cancer. I was just more bitching about the follow-up appointments I got to do and all the <laughs> surgery and all that shit, you know, because I'm, I'm a baby. But, um, you know, and, and, and I'm not, the thing is, you know, I don't tell the story to people for any sympathy because I don't want it. Like it's, that's not the case. The reason I, I actually even bring it up now is because of some of the people I have told, um, which, you know, my friends, family, all that, it's actually gotten them to go ahead and get uh, a checkup, and which is nice because it's a silver lining out of all of this about telling people. And, and you know, I've been more vocal about it as time goes on. And um, it's it's scary when it first comes up. I, I was never really bothered by it because it was skin cancer, right? I know that the odds of that are pretty high, but still, it's like weird to hear that you have cancer. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, that's not so, something anybody ever wants to hear in any way. No, hundred percent. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I know I'm super lucky. I know it could have been way worse, and and I, I don't take it lightly, even though you know I put light on it. Um, you know, even today I went for my first checkup since the surgery, which was uh, about a, a little over a month ago, and um, uh, I actually had it was funny. So. So that's another thing. Like they just got to check. Like I had two spots frozen on my face today, just because they were small, precancerous. Let's just get it right because I've yeah. already had it up there. Yeah. And then I had a biopsy done on my arm and my leg, just for precautionary. Yeah. You know. So it's all about being being cautious. You know, being cautious. My thing is this: I'll, I'll get off the soapbox in a second. Don't avoid the shade. Don't avoid your sunscreen because it's a pain in the ass and don't avoid going for a checkup. That's all. Because if I didn't go for another, like I said, another year 
who the hell knows what would have happened. Right. So, and it's just, you never want to be like, well, I could have taken an hour out of my life to go to that appointment and found something out. You know, I get it though. Look, it's, they they got this little like microscope and and they're looking at like this little monocle and they're looking at every freaking dot on your body from all the way to your head, to your no-nos. Right. So it's, uh, it's intimidating, you know, yeah. like, do you mind if I pull your bottoms down? Like, no, nah, not at all. Like, yeah. go right You're going to buy me dinner <laughs> first, you know, it's yeah. like- <laughs> <laughs> you're already screwing me on the insurance portion. So, whatever. <laughs> so, so yeah. So like I said, it's a, you know, it's, I'm not here to be on a pedestal. I'm just kind of, I, I, I think making people aware is a, is a huge benefit. Um, if, if even one person literally, I know it's so cliche, but it, it really is true. One person hears about this and says, you know what, I'm going to go get checked. And if they find something, God forbid, and it's early, that's awesome. Yeah. You know, what's the worst that can happen? They find nothing. You yeah. get the peace of mind knowing that, Hey, then you're fine. I'm good. Yeah. Right. I'm good. But don't get into the sense of, I knew I was good. You know, yeah. just you can't. And uh, it's just like I said, cancer has been everywhere. I was telling you before, it's just I feel like since that it's all over the place now. Yeah. And, you know, it's like when you buy a car that uh, all of a sudden you see that car on the road. Yeah. Like a shit ton of times. Maybe that's it. I don't know. But uh, I just feel like it's just rained down since. But yeah, but that's yeah. kind of, you know, where I've been for the last few months. Again, like I said, I'm trying to revive that modeling career again. You know, I want to get back. Maybe AI will fix me Maybe, uh, at know. some point. Who knows? But I got about uh, two years, well, a year to two for, uh, you can't really see it on camera, but I got like, uh, you know, scar tissue buildup. And yeah. I'm still sexy as hell. It's just... <laughs> Uh, and it's so just I got modest. a lot of people like this. Yeah, no, God, I'm very humble. So humble. Uh, well, so yeah, so so that's been the key thing of uh, why you know been. I don't want to say it's why I haven't been on the show, but uh, part of it, you know, it's not something you want to be on camera for. Nah, I get it. So obviously, go get checked. That's it, people. That's all. That's all I'll tell you. Obviously, we're very happy to hear that uh, everything has come out so well, um, and. Uh, you know, everything like that. Oh, so, yeah. So, I mean, and, and it's a good, it is a good reminder for all of us to take care of ourselves. Cause you're right. You know, we, we don't go to the doctor or we we're like, yeah, hey, you know, whatever. I've had that spot for years and you know, it's like, right. it's, you just never know. So um, it's like that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it always reminds me of the, the, <laughs> the Seinfeld where George's boss, I don't know if you know the episode, George gets a new boss and then he realizes he threw all his stuff in the beach uh, they threw all of his stuff in the ocean years ago on the beach. Uh, his boss did. Yeah. And there was a picture of his boss. I, whatever. He got him out of the picture. But his boss like, I've had the same uh, same spot that hasn't grown in, you know, 20 years. But what he didn't realize was it, it was a new picture of him, you know. So ah. it's just one of those things. You just like, just get looked at, yeah. you know. Even yeah. if my dermatologist was like, if I'm iffy, I'd like, she doesn't want to slice me up. No. But. She's like, if I'm on edge about it and I can't be definitive, let's then take a look, you know, yeah. and I'm okay with that. Fuck it. I don't want to lose more. You know, let me, I'll be a piece of Swiss cheese. If you want cut me up everywhere. That's fine. <laughs> I guess I'll just, just have to leave my packer alone. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. If I see anything on there it's staying, <laughs> and I'm going down with the best of them. <laughs> oh my God. So yeah. So again, like, you know, it's not, uh, I make, I make light of it. You know, it, it is what it is. And for sure, uh, people who get this stuff, don't ask for it. You know, if you, yeah. if you see people out there with this kind of shit, it's 
you don't know what they're going through. And, you know, it was hard just to kind of, cause it was on my face. It was on my arm all day. I wouldn't have cared. You it, know, yeah, it's I, hard to hide it when it's on your face. Yeah. You can't. And then you gotta, you know, give those, give people that uh conversation starter, like throw it out there. Cause you know, they're wondering like, what yeah. the fuck happened to his face? So he was like, yeah. And then, you know, stay out of the sun or you'll get this, you know, <laughs> and then you go into it and you're like, Oh, all right, cool. That makes sense. Now, now it's over. Yeah. You know, but yeah, so sorry to make everybody you know bring it all down, but uh, you uh, know, I mean, that's hey, where it's at. And look, hey, let's be aware of it. You, that's you, all. You, you, it's a little slice of dose of reality for everybody, and it's a good public service announcement to go and get your slice. Of course, you had to say test. slice because they you know what? Fucking, I didn't you know, dude, even, it was a, such a dick. It was a Freudian slip. I didn't even mean it. <laughs> God dang. All good. Anyway. All good. Let's well, get into some fun stuff. I was going to say, let's get into f- some fun stuff, and yeah. let's go ahead and jump right in to this month's Ask the Boys. Shall we play a game? You talking to me? I have a question for you. You got to ask me nicely. Ask me about my winner. You got a question. You ask the Epa. Come on, sucker. Let's get it on. All right, guys, and it's that time of the month for us to uh, listen to your calls and uh, answer your questions, concerns, and whatever else. But because I'm doing this over Zoom, and I only have three buttons available to me, it's also that time of the show that I will first go video only. So for those of you on the audio, well, this is going to be one of those episodes where I have to stop the audio periodically, switch out buttons, come back, and all that fun stuff. So there might be... I've got some... I've got something that they're all going to miss. So, Oh, gosh. All right. Well, sorry, audio. We will get into it right now. So we're going to go ahead and switch off audio so I can switch the buttons. And we are back on the audio here. So why don't we go ahead now and listen. They have no idea. No clue. Oh, yeah, dude. It was like, I don't know. All I'll say is it tickled more than it felt good. Okay. I mean, you know, as long as it didn't hurt that's all that matters no 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 it didn't hurt okay all right it tickled all right well lubrication's important no there was no need for that i don't know how it didn't hurt then anyway call number one good afternoon nick uh not sure if i'll get this in in time for mr j's episode or not no you Uh, did this is andy from upstate new york um really enjoy the Cigar Pulpit Practitioners page on Facebook, and I had a question for you on reducing humidity within humidors, especially wine-a-doors that do both heating and cooling. Uh, this time of year has been pretty tough. I really can't get it down below 70%. I've put rice in the humidors, and I've put uh, the beads in there that are dried, and um, still, still keeps on trucking at 70 to 71%. I can't get it lower, but I uh, hopefully get this on time. Again, thanks for everything you do, and hope everything's going well with you, and take care. Thanks. Bye-bye. Well, unfortunately, it did not come in on time, but That's I'm all right. Sure we got this. We, do we have this? I mean, I can always yeah. reach out to Mr. Jonathan and have this in reserve. Well, if he wants to get the something next time specific. he wants to get on, you know, but. Uh, That's fine. Look, I apologize I mean, because I, I realized that the text message tone came through when I was transferring the calls from my phone to the to the board. And uh, that was you texting me being like, where, me? Yeah, where the okay. fuck are you? You know, because I was yeah, so I mean, far look. behind, you know, getting. Getting this going. Like so. I said, um, it was okay because I, w- I told you I was listening to the other podcast that respects my time. All right. All right. Um, I get you. You know, I the one you. you don't like that I'm on. 
the one that you make fun of all the time. I don't make fun of all the time. Yeah, okay. I literally the show basically you're shitting on them, but that's well, okay. I mean, I did, but yeah, I literally. <laughs> well, it's only because I was coming home and uh, listening to them in the car on the way back. Here, ah, so, yeah, so cool. Anyway. So they got, they got two listeners. That's good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I mean, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but so I mean, to drop humidity, the first thing is, I mean, with the wine door. So, so I have all old wine fridges, right? Yeah, yeah. I have a lot. I have probably four of them that i use i don't plug them in yeah i have an actual wine uh humidor like the the new air one yeah. of the old wine door ones i've never plugged it in because luckily enough i have a spot in my house in the basement where the temperature which i think is the biggest key which helps you humidity that's just me uh is usually in the 60s so i'm able to keep my humidity levels in there from 60 to 65 which i like that um i don't like going over that yeah what he might want to do is i don't know things he's doing is probably helpful i would honestly leave your door open for a little bit um i wouldn't leave it open for too too long maybe yeah i don't think a half an hour would kill you because these things are so resilient, they're going to bounce right back. Most likely, he has cellophane on them, etc. I air it out a little bit. See that you the can't only, hurt the, it. The only thought on that is like, what is the outside ambient, you know, humidity? Because, like, for example, you know, you and I sure. were talking about humidity right now. I mean, it's at what seventy five percent here, ninety something percent where you're at. You know, yeah. realistically, it's more humid in the air out here than it is sure. inside my my wine door right there. Um, well. I have also too. He's inside, and he can do AC. Exactly. You know, you can grab AC to dry things out. Um, I've got that'll help uh, quite a bit. I've got a cigar oasis that I use to regulate Mm -hmm. the humidity in mine. Um, I have it, you know, set to uh, I think like sixty four. Okay. And so the nice thing about that is, if the humidity in the unit never is is above sixty four, it doesn't kick on, so it doesn't add more humidity to it. Um, right. It just keeps it at, you know, it, it regulates it. Um, but, uh, man, in terms of bringing it down, I'm trying to think. I mean, what? I'm going to throw this out, and this may be silly, and I don't know, but maybe get a dish. And you know those silica uh, things that come in, like, your shoes sometimes? Yeah. And, you know, mm-hmm. maybe maybe if he can collect up some of those just to, like, I mean, put them in to, like, draw some of that ambient you know, humidity into those. I don't know. I'm just trying yeah. to trying to think of. I options. still think same concept. Cracking it open rice. is good. Yeah, the rice is doing that. I mean, it's probably easier to get the rice than oh, those packets. Sure. But I still think letting it breathe. I mean, who knows? Who knows where the humidor is? It all depends on where it is. It could have, is it next True. to a window? You know, get it out of there. Is it in a bright place or is it in a dark area mm-hmm. in the closet? Um, you know, I think if it's in the house, you've got AC. That's the start. Um, just kind of dry the air out a little bit and keep the temperature down. If it's in a spot where the temperature is always 70 degrees and above, get it out of there. Yeah. Is my opinion. Yeah. But if it's, if he's actually using the wine door, um, uh, plugged in, shouldn't that decrease that? Or does the outside ambient think... temperature be the max that you would think it would cool it down, right? You would well, think. it should because it's like a, like a fridge. It is. So, and, and fridges do take away humidity. Like when they're Correct. when they're running, I mean they're dehumidified. So he might not have it on. So yeah, he might be like me and not plug it in. So uh, I don't know. Those things are tough, as in my opinion, as is to use them for plugging in, unless you live 
in Florida, Texas, you know, yeah. Nevada, shit like that. Like where it's super, super hot wet all the time. Yeah. yeah and hot. Yeah. So um, that I get, but that would be my suggestion. I would air it out a little bit. Um, I would look at location. I would look at the room it's in. Is it near a window or do you have AC? Like what's going on around it that's affecting it? Like what's the temperature? Some people like the fucking house. It's like 75 all the time. I'm, yeah. No thanks. I actually was just talking to a guy earlier today. He said that when it's hot out like this, he keeps his air conditioning at 75. And I'm thinking, God, that Ugh. sounds miserable to me. Like mine is gross. My house is 68 all year long. Yeah, air conditioning's yep. at 68, heat's at 68. I just keep it at oh, 68 really? yeah. all year long, you know? Yeah. I find that to be Cause, comfortable. Because think about it. When, most of the time, like, people dry box their cigars, right? So they'll take yeah. them out just to dry them out. Uh, they'll let, let them sit out for a while, and they get to a point where they're probably, what, like 45, well, maybe 50% humidity, mm-hmm. and then they can bounce them right back. Now, I don't know if he wants to do that. I don't know what his collection's like, but that, again, is where... Hey, look, just open the door a little bit or just yeah. take, don't even open the door. Take them out. Who knows? Uh, yeah. There's a couple different things you could do. It depends on the size and how much he's got in there as well. True. In my opinion, you True. know, does he, is he covered and all? Has he got uh 300 count and he's got 10 in there? Who knows? Or does he have Well, and that's true because if he doesn't have enough in there, then obviously it's, it's not, not going to work properly. Maximum efficiency either. So Correct. Yeah. Just like uh just like a fridge, you know, you put yeah. two things in a fridge, it's not going to work, you know, to to it's uh the way it's supposed to. Yeah. You know. So you well, need to fill it up. So Hopefully that, multiple different options. Yeah. Hopefully that helped and uh you know, sorry, or you can call Mr. J, whatever. Yeah, whatever. So All right. <laughs> Moving on to call number 2. Hey Nick, it's uh it's Patsy here. I uh it's been a while since I've called in. I called in I think maybe two years ago, kinda of told you about my journey in starting with cigars when I was working for a local university. Um had an event at our president's house with some steak and cigars and I've been on that path ever since. And uh just kinda of wanted to give you an update as well as kinda of pick your brain on a couple of things in the entertainment industry. And anyway, the first one is uh, I no longer work for that university. I actually left about six, seven months ago. Um, I'm now a director at another nonprofit. Uh, I won't go into, you know, which one that is. Uh, but anyway, uh, definitely made a, a solid career move for me. Uh, since I called in, my son is now 22 years old, has joined my enthusiasm for cigars. He has his own little diamond crown humidor that he put some in. We enjoy an occasional bourbon or beer on the deck with with a cigar as he's as I'm kind of mentoring him through his journey. But anyhow, as a, uh, a lady cigar smoker, um, I definitely enjoy the, the podcast with Pinky and enjoy hearing everything she has to say. But anyhow, kind of moving on from that, uh, the kind of ask the boys that I was wanting to talk to you about is going into the entertainment industry. Wanted to get your uh, opinion on the new Indiana Jones of the Dial of Destiny movie. I have seen it twice. I'm a huge Indiana Jones fan, have been, ever since I saw Raiders of the Lost Ark, which was my first, I guess, adult movie <laughs> when I was a kid. Uh, back in the day, my dad took me to see Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark, which got me hooked on it ever since. And uh, wanted to hear your opinion on Dial of Destiny as a Hopeful recovery from Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, since that was such a, not a good movie. But anyhow, just wanted to get your opinion on that. 
And then uh, going into the Star Trek realm, uh, this is where I bonded with my husband when we met uh, nearly 30 years ago, and Star Trek has also been a big part of my life. What are your thoughts on everything the Star Trek universe is doing, especially Strange New Worlds? Uh, we are so digging Strange New Worlds. Uh, my husband, who even this is a cigar call-in, but he does not smoke cigars. Uh, it's not his thing, which is fine. As a lady cigar smoker, he is fully supportive of my hobby. He has other hobbies, and that's great. But one thing we do bond over is uh, uh, Star Trek and Star Trek Universe. So what are your thoughts again? Here's where it goes into that Ask the Boys. What do you think about the new Indiana Jones movie? And what do you think about where the Star Trek universe is going, especially Strange New Worlds? So that's kind of... All right. And she hit the three limits. That's minute mark. what I thought. And, that's why uh, I hit my watch. I'm like, what? Yeah. Is, I, I, there's uh, three minutes, right? So yeah. she called back wow. with just a quick follow-up. Okay, so, good. So we'll hear the end of her call, and then yeah, we'll, let's follow we'll, we'll address that. Hey, it's possible. I love the podcast. I try to listen to it as much as I can. I often listen to it at work while I'm approving payrolls or planning budgets or whatever. Um, Anyhow, so just uh, stay smoky. Enjoy this uh, beautiful summer. So far, it hasn't been too hot. I'm in Kansas, by the way, so just one state or actually one and a half states over from you. And uh, anyhow, again, tell me your thoughts on Indiana Jones and Star Trek. Love to hear it. I'll be looking forward to it, hopefully, in an upcoming podcast. Have a great day. Have a great weekend. And uh, here's to cigars and uh, friendship. Have a great one. Thanks, Patsy. And uh, congratulations on the new job. Congratulations to you know your son getting in on cigars with you and everything. That's got to be a nice special thing too. You know, being able to kind of sit and bond with you know your 22 year old son. I mean, let's be real. I remember when I was 22 and like I was interested in partying and hanging with my friends. I wasn't really bonding with parents at that point. So that, that's that's a nice thing that you have going with your son. Um, yeah, that's tr- great. I, I I just want to throw in real quick that. Yeah. Uh, uh, MMC does deliver to Kansas, so he's learning a little bit. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, you know that, Patsy. There you, know, you go. Days, Christmas, uh... something like that. You get the old El Presidente, and you guys can, you know, smoke the same cigars together. It'd be pretty cool. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like a shameless. Just, I mean, but then again, Mm-mm. it's what it's what it's all. You know, you know. I got no shame. It's all right, no shame. <laughs> Um, well, Patsy, I'm going to, I'm going to kind of disappoint you on the first question a little bit. Cause I have yet to see the new Indiana Jones movie. Um, sounds I, like since she's seen it twice, she's probably the only one that's seen it based on what I've heard. Yeah, it is not done, <laughs> but see, here's the thing. Like movies in general, I mean, obviously not Barbieheimer cause you know, those two <laughs> movies did really well, but like mm-hmm. aside from those, like it's been pretty abysmal at the box office this summer. Um, yeah. You know, so I, I just, but yeah, I haven't seen Indiana Jones yet. I want to. Um, Crystal Skull sucks so bad. It sucks so, so bad. Yeah. Um, but uh, it, it's really just been a matter. July has been an extraordinarily busy and um, slightly financially stressful month for me. A little peek behind the advertising in my newspaper has been shit. And it normally goes to shit in the summer, and then it goes to shit in, like, January and February. But, like, this month has been really bad. So, like, I've been scrambling a lot this month trying to just kind of keep everything 
keep the trains running on time and keep everything going properly. So I haven't had a whole lot of time to go to the movie theater. Um, but, uh, but I want to, I do want to. So, you know, the fact that you saw it twice tells me it might, it must be good. Um, so I'll, I'll check it out. And have you seen it, Nick? I, I, just want to say I have zero to add. I apologize, Patsy, to okay. either of these. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sorry. Go ahead, Nick. Okay. <laughs> well, as it pertains to Star Trek, um, I like. Okay, I really Discovery. I'm kind of like meh. You know, take it or leave it. It's been all right. I haven't watched the fourth season. Um, that's been out for a while. I haven't watched that yet. I'll get to it eventually. Lower Decks, the animated one, I love that one. The The comedy in that is fantastic. I like it. Um, I did not see the one animated one that was for kids, and I think that's already been pulled off. Prodigy, I think, was the name of it. I think that's already been pulled off of Paramount because, like, all these streaming things are, like, they're canceling shows and they're pulling them from the streaming service so that you can't even see it anymore, and I think that's a tax situation they've got going on. Um what a uh, Picard season three was what Picard season one should have been. Um, I really enjoyed that. And then as for strange new worlds, because you asked directly about that strange new worlds is the best star Trek going right now. It's, it's episodic. So you don't, you know, there's some carry through storyline, but you don't have to necessarily know that it's, it's, it's a one and done story. Um, the characters are really great. It's kind of got that old school feel. Um, it's fun adventure, and I'm I, I'm really really digging it. I saw the preview for the musical episode that's coming out. I think um, next week, maybe. I think it's next week. I don't know, but they're they're coming out with like a musical episode where it's like it's all show tunes and musical and shit. And you know, some of the nerds are online saying like, "Oh my god, this is gonna be horrible." I think it's fun. I think it's something different. I think why not? You know, I mean, you know, I, I like that they're taking some chances with it and uh, I'm digging it. So, so Patsy, I, I, I hope that answers your questions. I'm really enjoying um, new Trek for the most part. Um, and uh, truthfully, I hope they do a spinoff show from the end of Picard season three with the new crew of, the new enterprise. So I think that would be fun, but anyway, so yeah, that's, uh, that's, that, that, answers and, that. and, and welcome back, Patsy. Yes. And that's pretty nice. Nice little, uh, revisiting from yeah. a couple of years ago. See, Hey, you know what? It's nice to People hear stick around. I know it's nice to hear from listeners every once in a while. Sure. I mean, you know, there's some that, that, that used to call in more regularly that we don't hear from as much. And it's, it's nice to hear from people again. So I bet you Patsy will be very, aware of the three minute time limit next time you know she had some good stuff <laughs> she uh, did i thought towards the end it was just gonna be good and then we she was gonna really speed it up but clearly she wasn't aware of it but uh but it's cool to hear that uh she's come back after a couple of years for sure and she still listens people actually listen to I this know, shit. people listen so crazy right i it really kind of is so um all right well we are now at the point i gotta switch buttons again so uh we're gonna oh, go boy, i got another another good one for you video only and uh we'll be right back on the audio side and we are back on the audio side and uh let's go ahead and jump into the next call let's do it Hey, dude. Uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. 
Just wanted to say sorry to hear about Gator. Would like to suggest you find that millennial, preferably a female with a little bit of slut in her. They can take a joke and give out some little comments. Second thing, mentioned the news radio find I found to you a week or two ago. I think the listeners would be curious to hear that. And third, uh, the trolley problem. And I can't speak about trolleys necessarily, but I was an engineer for Class 1 Railroad. And you did mention runaway train. Uh, He's talking about East Palestine. First thing, you got to consider the train and the surroundings. You said a runaway, I'm assuming at least 50 miles an hour or more. Uh, would not be able to handle the crossover. So if you divert from five people to one, you're probably going to derail the train. And if you're in the middle of a, you know, couple of people or a community, you're going to possibly cause a derail. Uh, second thing, most people will step off the track. I've had that happen a couple of times. Never hit anybody. Uh, I understand suicide victims will not step off. Uh, and that's about all I got for you. Hope to hear you get back to a full crew. And just uh, keep on trudging on, man. You're doing a great job. Appreciate it. Thanks. Thanks, man. I glad appreciate he, the I'm call. glad he said the one in five. I'm glad he said the one in five. Yeah. I was, I, where I, is he going I with know, this I was, train thing? I was confused. I forgot about the train thing. Mm-hmm. Well, I have got some massive insect that was like beating against the glass there. I thought I didn't know what that was. Um. Anyway, oh, my God. What is, fucking June bug. Oh, I hate June bugs so much. They love you. Dude, I want to. Got your gun? Thing. No, I don't have my gun. It wouldn't help with this. It's too armored up. No. Yeah. That salt gun doesn't work on June bugs. They're too armored up. Um, hmm. Anyway, um, yes. Yeah, so no, the the train thing he's referring to. So let let me let me just you know go back to that. Um, it was uh, it was a it was a, uh, a it's called the trolley problem. But basically, a runaway train is speeding down the track. There are five people on the track up ahead. The only thing you can do is throw a switch that moves the train onto another line. Unfortunately, that line also has someone on it. So, you have to choose. Option A, do nothing, and five people will die, but you could have saved them. Option B, throw the switch. One per- person will die, and you definitely killed them. So, which would you do? And, um, yeah, that's... Uh, that's He's saying that's, it would derail. He's saying that depending upon the speed... It more you know, That it would cause a bigger catastrophe because it would derail, and that theoretically the people would step off the track, you know, and whatnot. Now... I mean, yeah, but this is assuming people are not. Yeah, I was gonna track, say, they, right? yeah. not maybe they're tied down, all snidely whiplash <laughs> style or something like that. I don't know, but uh, okay. you know, I don't know. Um, it's 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 one of those hypotheticals kind of situation, but uh, yeah, I I still think I would have to, man, I still think I would have to go with the switch and uh, and definitely take out the one. And uh, it's the easiest. That's the easiest one ever. I mean, I don't want to say the easiest ever, but I mean, yeah. it would either way is going to suck, but 100%. but you know, at least there it's the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. Star Trek reference, mm-hmm. um, Ooh, but uh, that's cute. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, and in terms of finding me a uh, 
a female millennial with a little bit of slut in her that can take a joke. Um, that was great. Boy, a little bit of slut in her. I mean, what do you think I do on Tinder like all freaking day long? Oh, God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. A and, little bit of slut in her. Anyway. <laughs> Go on there now. All right. Well. Um, but no, that was funny. That was good. I like. I, I like you're always looking for a little bit of slut, right? <laughs> I mean, well, yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, why else are you sure. on there? Why else? So, all right, moving on to the next call here. Six. This is Dave. Uh, it's been a while. Uh, been. Last time I called, you uh, you had co-host with you on the show. Which, uh, by the way, I'd like to um, <clears throat> just ask a question about. Um, I know you kind of addressed it that you know, kind of vaguely that Jeff's off the show. Yada yada yada. We don't get that. But can you either confirm or deny the rumor that I've heard that uh, Gator Pastor Barnaby Rothschild, uh, Jerry Pulaski, and the BF Chicken are involved in the gay porn ring that they've all started doing gay porn? Um, and that's part of the reason why Jeff can't be part of the show anymore. Um, is that he's just. Uh, too much smoking pole to smoke cigars. I don't know. I just I wasn't sure. I've heard something. I don't know. Maybe you could confirm or deny. Um, there, those involvement, those guys involvement in gay porn. I think it's uh, scandalous, and it could be something that the listeners might want to know about because, you know, especially that pastor guy. Because I don't think pastors were supposed to do gay porn. Um, and I don't know about chickens, but uh, definitely Jerry Plasky. He's definitely down for that. I think and that's fine. <clears throat> you know, a couple blackberry brandies, and that guy's good to go for anything. So anyway. Um, just kind of trying to flush some of that out just to see if you've heard that rumor and if you could confirm or deny uh, any validity to it. Um, all right, man, that's all I got. That's the only question I got for you. Um, uh, stay smoky and, uh, you know, keep doing what you're doing. Uh, I know it's not easy finding co-hosts and shows and all that stuff, but you'll find your rhythm. It'll come to you. So keep at it, man. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. Thanks, Dave. And, uh, you know, I was going to say a couple Blackberry Brandies into Jerry Pulaski. He might be down for whatever, but you beat me to it. Um, but uh, Does he even need that? Well, I don't know. I mean, yeah, never know. Um, in, in terms of the rest of the rumor, um, hadn't heard that. Can't confirm nor deny because I hadn't heard that. So last I knew, uh, the BF Chicken was still down in Juarez with, uh, um, what's his face, uh, Larry the Mute. Um, but, uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, nobody's heard from him. Nobody's heard from, yeah, exactly. Nobody's heard from Larry <laughs> the Mute. Um, so yeah, nope. Can't, can't confirm nor deny. Don't know what's going on. And, uh, we're just gonna, we're just gonna leave it at that. We're gonna leave it for the that. record, if they are doing gay porn, who cares? It's not scandalous. Nah, I mean, you know, men love men, women love women. People real. are gay. Let them be gay. Free love. You don't have to watch it. You don't have to watch it. You don't have to put those VHSs in your basement VCR and watch them. Gator and all those guys do game. You don't have to. You don't have to change the channel. But uh, not that there's anything wrong with that. Um, yeah, I I don't think there's anything scandalous about it. And if that's what they do to make money, I'm just gonna find out how much they make. Because who knows? <laughs> you know, a romp through the kale. So, <laughs> all right. All right. Um, yeah, it's true. Maybe only fans paid better than the podcast. So, it anyway. Might. So, all right. We're going to go on. from that. <laughs> We're going to go on <laughs> to the last call here. Hey, Nick. It's Joey. Uh, just a couple questions here. 
between the uh, butcher, the baker, and the candlestick maker, um, who survives, who has the best chance of surviving the zombie apocalypse? Uh, also, who out of those three wins in a cage match? And then the next question is, in uh, a one must go, who do you oust from the tub? Um, on a serious note, uh, do you have any Blackbird McCall stogies in your collection, your humidor? If you do, I'll buy them. Uh, just let me know. Otherwise, uh, stay smoky. Talk to you later. Bye. So, it's funny you ask, because while going through my humidors the other day, I did see at least one macaw. Um, I don't know if I have a second one or not, um, but uh, I do think I have at least one macaw. I don't even remember that- smoking that cigar, though. Is that the one uh, when I was I texted that you was, when I was at the lounge was recently? A, no, it's it's that I got. No, you're talking about the purple one, right? I got one from the lounge recently. And the macaw. I can't remember if I'm it was right, macaw. I think the macaw. If I'm right, it was a box press cigar, and it had like a black and black band, and the word macaw was done in like red yellow and blue like letters mm. or something because it was mm-hmm. it was designed to mimic the 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 coloration on the feathers of the macabre and i remember when blackbird sent me samples it came in a box that had only fucking colored feathers in it which it was a cool presentation but the feathers went everywhere and um there was like this thing where like you you got this like what was it it's not ai ar like the augmented reality thing. So you yeah, do that, yeah, yeah. you bring it up on your phone and you aim it at the box and all of a sudden there's this bird that's like appearing and, you know, doing shit and whatever. And it it's was funny. it was kinda cool. Um but uh I don't know if we actually smoked those or not. If they're I remember I had them sitting in the humidor because um I got them and I needed to throw them in there to kinda get get them back a little bit. Um but I don't know if we actually ever got around to those now that I think about it. So there could very well be two. I know there's at least one in there. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, as for the other questions, um, in terms of a cage match between those three, my money's on the butcher like all day long. Because you know, uh, I'm with the butcher cage match and zombie apocalypse. And, and that's the thing. I was probably going to say the same zombie apocalypse. I mean, he's going to have the, the cleavers and shit. Um, now, in terms of like long term survival, you know, the baker could be, you know, making food and the candlestick maker could be, he's the most useless. He's hes going to make candles and like, let there be light, which attracts the zombies. So realistically. There's light 12, more than 12 hours a day anyways. So. Yeah. I mean, realistically, the butcher is, is the way to go on both of those. Uh, but what was his last one in the tub? Yeah. So it's the, it's the nursery rhyme about the three being in like a tub or something like, I don't remember the, the full rhyme, but. Um, I don't remember it either. Yeah, but you, one if you if we're getting rid of one of them, if one must go, um, which one would go? Again, I'd probably I'd kick out the candlestick maker myself because I feel as though baking and out of the tub butchering. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I don't, know. I don't understand the, the the purpose of the tub. So. I, get, I I well here, let's look up the nursery rhyme here real quick. <laughs> okay, because you know why not? I mean, uh, put out those three in a tub. Candlestick maker is going to be useless because the water is just going to put out the candles all the time. Rub a dub, dub. 
Rub a dub dub. And what are you going to bake in there? Rub a dub dub. Three men in a tub. Who do you think they be? The butcher, the baker, the candlestick baker, and all of them out to sea. That's the t- that's the rhyme, according to Wikipedia. All right, let's, so let's I guess on. which one are you getting rid of out of the tub? I'm getting rid of the candlestick maker because realistically, you know. Although if they're in a tub, what is the baker bringing to the table? Although what's the butcher bringing huh? to the table? I don't know. I'm getting rid of the candlestick maker, so that's where that goes. So I'm just gonna fucking drain the tub. Get rid of them. Get rid of all three. Get rid of all three. Point them in a tub. Damn. Jesus Christ. That's hard. We're going back to the last call. That's last harsh. call about these three dudes in a tub making videos. <laughs> Maybe that's what's going on there. A little rub a dub dub action, if you know what I mean. <laughs> a little uh, bidet. Oh. oh Next. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, guys. Moving on. That's been this month's Ask the Boys. I'm gonna we're gonna switch to video only so I can do the final round of buttons here and whatnot. But and I have uh, one more video only story. Just okay. one more. Okay. Well we'll switch to video only. So we'll now. see you there. Okie dokie, and I guess this is a good time now to go ahead and close out this month's Ask the Boys. Anyway, well, guys, make sure you get your calls and questions in for next month and give us a call on the hotline, area code 863-874-0000. And that's what it's all about. It's just listener interaction, just, you know, questions, comments, you know, what are you talking about? What are you thinking about? You know, just get it in. And uh, yeah, those were good. Those are good those calls. There wasn't a lot, but oh. those were good. They were quality, I thought. Mm-hmm, and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, for those of you who want to do this weekly, go yeah, if you, if you want it's to, not going to happen. If you want to do this weekly, you got to participate, you know. But uh, anyway, can't get six, so. can't get five and a half calls in a month. What the expect fuck? Expect to is do that one weekly. Thing? It's a June bug. No, that's not a June bug. Oh. That looks like a gigantic fly. Well, your iPad is following you, so it's that's very a, close. It's a gigantic fly on the ground over there. I don't know what the hell that is. Not a horse fly, but. At least it better because, I mean, it's just sitting there chilling out. But, oh, God. Okay. Creepy. There's some weird bugs out tonight. Anyway, um, yeah. So why don't we now go ahead and do the the Villiger Entertainment Report. And it's brought to you by Villiger Cigars. And, uh, guys, if you haven't tried Villiger Cigars, again, I keep telling you to do so. Okay? Uh, You need to get some. Nick, you have some now. Have you tried it? Yes, Renee was... uh, gracious enough to send me a uh, a little package i have it i have not yet dove into it uh, i'm excited to it was uh, above and beyond what he should have done and i appreciate it renee if you're listening I, i've already thanked you for it but uh publicly it's uh it was great i can't wait to uh, it's got a couple of those taas in there yep. um that he uh shared with me um but yeah i'm excited to, to smoke those i the, can't wait and 20, uh, get back to them. the 2023 taa that was the one that they partnered with agonorsa leaf to make yep it's so, a green band right yes green band fantastic yeah. cigar yep. and then the uh 1888 nicaragua it's part of their new like core line of offerings mm-hmm. love that cigar and awesome. then, oh God, it's moving. Whatever that thing is, it is moving. <laughs> um, and then, um, That's and, what she said. and then I still haven't smoked my, uh, the Miami Toro. That he sent me, but uh, that's that's you know on my to do list. I want to I want to mm-hmm. make sure I take my time and really enjoy that cigar. So um, 
when yeah, I and I'm, I'm excited to that. meet Renee at some point too. I mean, it just talking to him through, you know, you, thank you for introducing Salt us. Salt of the earth. He's a good cat. Having him on the show, listen to him. He, he's, he's, seems like kind of guy it's easy to get along with. He's which, a uh, great, great guy. Great guy. And if you guys want to try Villiger cigars and you haven't yet, uh, head on over to their website. They have a store locator where you can find stores near you that carry their products and, uh, go on in, support a brick and mortar and uh, give Villiger a try. You're going to like it. So anyway, uh, entertainment report time. What have you got? You always watch a bunch of good stuff. Oh, yeah. It's been two months, too. And I know. I, I'm prepared for this. I oh, have three categories. Oh, my God. I have shows okay. slash documentaries. I have podcasts, and I have movies. Now, the movies, I'm not a big movie guy. I don't watch a lot of movies, yeah. um, which is so weird because my thought process is I don't want to sit through two and a half two to two and a half hours of, of a movie, but uh, I'll sit through three hours of a series, you know, binge watching episodes. <laughs> so, which is weird. Uh, what are we going to first? What do we, what do we, what, what do we want to hear? Uh, uh, let's go for shows? shows. Yeah. Okay. Let's, let's, go for- uh, let's do a show that I watched a long time ago, but just started rewatching again. And it's, it's very funny. Uh, New girl. Oh, <laughs> Love that show, dude. Okay, the, the writing on that is fucking fantastic. It is it's got a you in it. Great um, show, and everybody I hear, mm-hmm. like inevitably, I always hear, "Oh, Nick Miller," and it's like mm-hmm. you know, I, yeah. And I just like to remind people I had the name first, but um, I don't think I ever told you this. Sad fact is, I I do used to work with. Sorry, God. I was just saying there are similarities between the character and I, and that's the sad part. Is uh, no, that guy's funny. I don't like um, you know acknowledging that because he doesn't really have his shit together. But you know, unfortunately, no, but he's funny as hell. He is. He is. Um, yeah, that show is real good. That's well written, like jokes wise. Yeah. Um, I don't think I ever told you this, but I years ago <clears throat> I worked with a Nick Miller. Oh yeah, and he was. He wasn't skinny. Yeah. He had glasses. Yeah. And he moved away. And I couldn't remember where he moved to. And then when I first met you guys and met you, I'm like, is there a fucking chance that this is the Nick Miller <laughs> that I were? Now, and it turned out it wasn't. But uh, that was just, that was a terrible story. But at the same time, I thought that could have been you. I think it's a small locust. You still looking at this freaking thing, dude? It's like the size of my fucking pinky finger, and it's well, buzzing just, all. Will you hit it? It's buzzing all around, and it's just like it's gonna freaking come at me, and I don't want to. What kill happens it. if you don't hit it? I don't want to kill it. I don't want to kill it. If it's not gonna like come at me, I don't want to kill it. But if it comes at me, then I'm gonna have to defend myself. Um, all right. Anyway, so yeah, no. So I'm yeah, not- new girls show I've been watched, and then uh, since we last talked, I finished uh, Larry Sanders show. Yep. And I finished uh, Succession. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, and, let, let's talk about Succession yeah. for a split second. And anybody who's watching Succession and um, doesn't want spoilers, maybe this is an oh, opportunity yeah. for you to, like, you know, just pot it down for a moment or something. But Hit the, um, uh, hit the, hit the 15 second skip button probably four times. Yeah. So, so um, did you see the end coming? Okay, you said this the other day, like you kind of thought it seemed that, like, and I, in my mind, I thought something she was gonna do something. 
Yeah. I didn't know what. But see, when it started to come together that the three of them, when it felt like the three of them were going to actually partner up and make a play, and they were talking about who's it going to be, like, I kept thinking, like, there's no way it's going to be one of them. It's just not. Like, even when they said, yeah. okay, it's going to be Kendall, and they kind of had their little moment in the lake or whatever, I was like, it's not going to be Kendall. It, it just won't be mm. Kendall. Um, and I kept thinking, they're going to freaking give it to Tom as, like, the figurehead, and they're going to run things through Tom kind of thing, mm. you know, and that kind of deal. I didn't see it coming to where Tom was going to be the guy for the takeover bid. Mm-hmm. But I, yeah. it worked. I mean, no, you know. it did. Like as, like we talked about it before. The the last season dragged a bit. A little bit. I understand they got to put the story out. It's one of those shows that if it ended in after the third season, yeah, it probably would have ended at the right time. Uh, even though the last season dragged, they they stuck the landing. In my opinion, sure. the finale was worth it. Um, sure. Now seeing something like that they kind of played on that, that she would do something Yeah, that she would be the, the, the antagonist well, of God's sort. sakes. Her name is Shiv. Of course, she's going <laughs> to freaking stab you in the back, you know, mm-hmm. like that the whole time, you know, I'm like, her name's Shiv. She's going to right. fuck y'all at some point. She's going to stab you in the back and do it. And you know, she did. I thought Pinky's take was very interesting about it, that she thought it was Disney. That was like based on on Disney. You know, that was interesting. That is interesting because from the get go, I immediately went to Fox and Rupert Murdoch and figured it was Fox. Well, because mo- news, you think of news. Yeah. Disney isn't really news, right? Like no. Disney's got ESPN, I mean, ABC. but they own ABC and you right. know whatever. But yeah, no, they don't really do news. But right, yeah, I don't know. It, it is an interesting oh, yeah. thought. Like I said, they they they. The last season dragged a bit, but they definitely nailed the ending. Mm-hmm. So good, it was good. Uh, so yeah, they finished that. Uh, Larry Sanders, I thought that ended very well too. Yeah, I don't feel um, the need to like give anybody spoiler alerts on that because I mean, let's be real, that show ended like thirty years ago. Sure, so, sure. Um, you know, if but you that have, was good. Yeah. Um, so here's a documentary I watched that I loved. I binged it one night. I didn't stop. I started it. it. It's a series. I think it was like six episodes, maybe. Yeah. I didn't stop watching it. Okay. It was the American Gladiators documentary. So what did I watch about the American Gladiators? It was on Netflix. I did not watch. It was like the unauthorized story or something like that. Yeah. But it I... was all of them were on it. I did not watch that, but what did I watch? Oh, I watched a YouTube thing that was like 20 minutes recently mm. about about the this damn thing is flying all around and it just Yeah, you're really It wants to right it's now. back down there. Well, cuz it keeps banging into shit and everything. So like <laughs> just like what the fuck? But anyway, um But yeah, that was awesome. I highly recommend that if anybody has ever watched American Gladiators like I, I remember did, ever played it in their basement like I did. Oh yeah, as we a used kid, to have those I remember that. things where you're just like the big Q-tips. my brother and I would just always play that. Yeah, the yeah. Big... You know how the, like when they had the gun, like they shoot. The oh yeah, balls? yeah, yeah. So they used to have the things, the the air pressure uh, nerf things that would throw out these like styrofoam balls, mm-hmm. and you got them. You can only do like four of them, so we'd have to pause and reload. Like <laughs> so, and we would set up pillows and, and cushions and run around the living room, and like that's where you had to go. Okay. That was badass. That was cool. I like that. But it was really cool listening to the stories. 
because they did a, a, a U.S. tour, a bus tour. Oh, okay. And it was all about booze and sex and drugs. <laughs> and then it was a lot about steroids. And then um, what was funny was the way it originated. Yeah. It originated from some like guy who was an Elvis impersonator. Yeah. He owned a gym in Youngstown, Ohio. Like, so tried to sell the show and they had to like throw it out to multiple different um uh networks and stuff and they finally got somebody to do i forget who it was but the the crazy shit was how unsafe it was at the beginning yeah so they had the joust was this long plank so you had the plank in the middle and then two parts in the end. If you got back in the end, the, the, the plank would go down. It was this big wood joust. They were all afraid of fucking getting hit by it. Oh, my God. Because they would fall on these wood planks. Then they brought in some guy later on, some mogul, some genius about all these shows. And he looked at it. And that's when he turned the joust into those two posts. Platforms. Like, hey. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the two platforms yeah. that were close. That's how that changed. And, uh, okay. It was pretty cool. And the whole, all the stories behind it. The steroid stuff was crazy. Um, it was it was very very good. I thought I thought okay. it was awesome. I would highly recommend watching that. And I didn't. St- I watched it in one night, one sitting. Holy shit! You did yeah, I spent a lot of time. Then. Yeah, yeah. I was up late. I was up late. Okay. <laughs> I watched uh, a documentary recently. It's not about you know. Well, I mean, I thought it was interesting, um, but it's called. It was on Netflix, and it's called um, Unknown Cave of Bones. And what it's about, it's about these scientists who um, find a cave full of bones. Well, in the cradle of of life down in in (laughs) Africa, and they find this cave and it's got civilization. Well, it's got the yes, it's got these bones in it. And, you know, they realize that they have found like a new proto human. Like it's it's like Mm. it's not like one that we knew about, you know, so they find this this new proto human. And literally all they know is what they have of these bones and they're looking at them. And then they, they go in to this cave a little further and do they show the, the diagram of the cave and how it's all set up. You got to do this like crawl, like in this, like, you know, super tight, like tunnel no, thing thanks. to get into this no, big room that they call like the dragon's tail. And that apparently what this whole cave is, is it's where this civilization would bury their dead. So if Jeez. so if you died, they would drag your corpse through this whole deal and they would go to what they call the chute. And in the chute was this giant just drop that was like a laundry only, chute. It's like eighteen for bones. <laughs> it's like eighteen centimeters wide. It's like super tight. So like these are itty bitty people. And they drop down there, they go up, and then that brings them into the big the big burial chamber area. So, like, mm-hmm. this, is, this is an elaborate process to get these bodies to where they would ultimately be having their final resting. Then they got to get out of there. Exactly. And so they did this. Crazy. And, you know, they're finding all this shit. And, like, one of the things they found was they found evidence of um, a fire. And it's like, holy shit, this is – and mind you – these people are uh, a quarter million years old, two hundred and fifty thousand years ago. Okay, Jesus. so like, so like this, this is like blowing the science of this all to hell. Because like now, all of a sudden, mm-hmm. they're like, "Holy shit!" These people, they had fire and they were using fire. One person was found clutching this rock in in their tomb, in their like little thing, 
And they're like looking at this rock and they couldn't really unearth. So what they did is they put it in plaster and then sent all that off to like do like, you know, the, the, the scans where the, the, the MRI and all kinds of different scans to like visualize it. And they found that they're like 90% sure that this rock this dude is clutching is a tool because it's sharpened up and it's shaped and everything. And they're like, holy shit, that proves that these people had tools. And not only that they had tools, but they gave this person a tool to hang on to in death, which then led them to the conclusion that these people believed in an afterlife. So now you have a civilization of proto-humans who, like, you know, missing link type shit, that now you're saying they believed in an afterlife, which is like a totally like homo sapien concept mm. and all this. And the right. fact and the fact that they actually had burial rites and, and burial um, um, ceremonies or like or procedures and they didn't just like leave the dead body there for the animals to get and whatnot. That mm-hmm. that shows that, you know. That that's a human thing. That's that's something we do, mm-hmm. you know. And animals, you know, if let's say a monkey uh, loses a uh, maybe like a, a mother monkey loses a child, the mother might mourn, but the rest of the community maybe doesn't like it. It doesn't impact. They don't come together in a mourning. This mm-hmm. shows that this civilization they came together in like a mourning type ritual mm-hmm. to mourn for this person. So it's it's it was actually really what was it called again? It's called Unknown Cave of Bones. And um Unknown Cave of Bones. But it, 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 okay. it, so it's it's very cool. sciencey and it's not something mm-hmm. you want to watch if you're tired because it's probably gonna put you to sleep. But if you're <laughs> looking for something a little different, a little something to like, you know, make the brain fire a little bit, it actually was was pretty cool. Um so yeah, so there's my documentary that I've got. Yeah, that's cool. I like uh, I like the sound of it. I um, and then the other night I watched I rewatched um, documentary on Whitey Bulger mm. on HBO. I've got a couple because I was always into that. I've got a couple yeah. of them on HBO on my list about him that I wanted to watch. Yeah, there's uh, hit that story. I mean, because you know I grew up near it and it was a pretty big deal. Motherfucker. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> But uh, that was really good. It took a freaking sweep. You ending it? It came at me. Do I'm, it. I'm, I'm ending this thing. Okay, come on. Okay, I'm just going to oh, watch. God. Oh, God. Okay, come on. Ah, there you go. Bastard. He's smashed. You just said you didn't want to kill oh, him. Well, you know what? He fi- he came at me, and that was, that was my dividing I'll line. be honest, dude. That iPad following you like that? That's wild. Did it, it didn't follow you over to kill. I was going to say, it couldn't, it couldn't have no. followed me all the way over there, but yeah. But like when you sat down, it was up and down. It was crazy. Freaking big old locust. God damn. No, that was wild. Anyway. Um, okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. So yeah, so that's that's all I got. No, that, that's what I've got as far as the the docs go. And, and here, here's a funny story. So when Whitey got caught, um, I was still living in, in, in the Boston area. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, I created a Whitey Bulger Twitter account as Whitey. Did you really? And it blew up. It got on the Fox News. Oh, my God. (laughs) They were talking about, like, Whitey, and they're like, oh, he's even got a Twitter account now, a parody account. And that was like, and they showed my tweets on it. I was dying. (laughs) I was like, this is insane. (laughs) This is crazy. That's funny. So that was funny. 
But um, with that whole story, man, all along is great. That that leads me into the movies. I watched the documentary and I was like, fuck, I haven't seen Black Mass in a long time. Yeah. Let me watch that. So I watched that again. Yeah. Johnny Depp just crushes it in that movie. Yeah. He is scary as shit in that movie. He played Whitey perfectly. So one thing that's funny about, so one of the, the, the story, actually, I think, you know, um, Dave talks about it, has talked about it. Um, when Whitey won the lottery, he won the freaking lottery twice. Nobody wins the lottery once. He yeah. won it twice. Millions. <laughs> yeah. The way he rigged it was just so genius, the way they did it. So they would go to a convenience store. So let's say that the, the ticket machine shuts down at 11. Yeah. They figured out that if at 10.59, if you started punching in something, yeah, it hit 11, and then the numbers run, that you can still continue that transaction. So they continued it as whatever the numbers were. So it was 10.59, let's oh. say, and it's open. And they're checking. They're checking the 11, numbers. And they're watching the numbers roll, and then they just put those numbers in. That's the final transaction done. Holy! Fourteen shit. million dollars. Yeah. Wow. Wild. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, obviously they. I mean, fixed how that else does a guy like that win it twice? Yeah. You know, obviously they must have fixed that loophole. Yep. So yeah. that's crazy. So yeah, the machines definitely were fixed after yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. No. I'm getting these nuts. like crazy drips right now. It's all condensation from my pergola. Yeah. Just. Because it was so freaking wet. Yeah. Now it's cooling down. Everything's just coming down. But uh, yeah, I watched Black here. Mass. I would highly recommend that. And then uh, the only other movie I watched was, uh, since I last talked to you, was Air. Oh, the, I wanted to uh, watch Nike that. One. Yeah, the Nike really good. one. Yeah, mm-hmm. it looked good. I just, it's on my list as I'd well. Hate, I'd hate to be the guy that, that was cast to play Michael Jordan because they never show his face. <laughs> he just, he just walks you know, around as a big dude walking around. That's which probably is cool. for the best, though, because like let's yeah, be real, 100%. you're never, ever going to... It's like, that's not Michael. You know, it's like... Mm-hmm. You, when you're such a, like, known icon, I don't know if sure. you ever want Worldwide. to be... Yeah, you don't want to be the guy that's playing Michael yeah. in a movie. Um uh, yeah. By the way, this cigar, I'm almost done. I was going to say before we keep going cuz I we do want I've got a show and mm-hmm. all that to talk about too. Yeah, we've really haven't mm-hmm. talked about. I mean, I'm loving this. It's very reminiscent of the Encore and the Pledge and the La Historia, which yep, you know, yep. are the other big ones from uh EP Carrillo. And yep. uh Yeah, it plays well off those. It definitely is part of that. I feel like it's lighter. Group I feel like the a little bit. Did you did you retro at all? I did, and it didn't yeah, like it didn't slit choke. my throat exactly. I mean, I may sure. have coughed like once, but realistically, it it's it's a lighter smoke mm-hmm. than the encore and the pledge. Um, yeah, it's good. I like it. Yeah, the pledge is definitely stronger than this. Yes, yes. Um, but I like it. I, I'm not getting any sort of like, you know, I don't know. It seems like lately. A lot of companies have been doing stuff with Sumatra, and that's kind of led to the uh, the discussion about using Sumatra and what people mm. think of Sumatra t- tobacco. I haven't gotten any sort of negative, you know, Sumatra anything off of this. I like Sumatra. I don't understand why people don't like it. I, I don't know if I necessarily hate. I don't necessarily know if I'm like, oh, I like Sumatra, but I don't hate it either. It's like it just yeah. it is what it is. You know, it's I, Sumatra's I, on my like one of my all time favorites. The 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 Rocky Patel decade. Yeah. That's a Sumatra. Um, 
But yeah, Scar was good. I'm actually going to light up another one from the box in a second. The Taranio. Oh, okay. That surprised the hell out of me. Yeah, that's fantastic. I've smoked probably a box of these. I will say in this the last thing, month, a little smokestack. I mean, it's just pumping out. Smoke oh yeah, on it. So. I didn't have to touch it up once. No, I'm I didn't either. I mean, and, no, once early on when I was talking about you know, the old, the old cancer. And I will say, in terms of uh, burn line, it's razor tight. You know, draw on it's been great. I mean, you know, it's it's just another fantastic offering for me, PC. Um, my monthly cigars and my monthly cigars. <laughs> um, so, uh, so yeah, uh, but you have a. I, I've got. I'm done. I, I can't remember. I was trying to remember all the shows and stuff I've watched since I talked to you, but those are the kind of ones that stood out. And then I've got podcasts. But uh, guy, what, what have you watched? I've been watching. Uh, I've been watching Afterlife Bones. with Ricky Gervais. I've seen that. I'm Uncle a, Rick is so good in that. I'm about halfway through the second season, and yes, it's. It's an interesting show because, like, it's got so much really good dark comedy to it. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, man, he's addressing some really heavy shit in this show. And uh, what the fuck? Is there another one? Oh, my God. There is. There's a second one that's buzzing around now. Um. Anyway, he's probably coming to avenge his friend. Um, probably. But, uh, wife. oh, God. I wonder if that one had kids. It's like, what happened to daddy? Um, anyway, um, no, it, it's it's been a really, really good show. And what's nice about it is that being one of those British shows, I mean, a season is six episodes. So, I mean, mm-hmm. you can blow through it really, really quickly if, if you'd like to. I've mm-hmm. had to take it a little slowly only because it is kind of heavy. I mean, you yeah, know. Yeah, definitely, for sure. I mean, I mean for it those starts of- off where... His wife dies. Exactly. His wife's dead, and he's just living, still living in the time where she's alive. Yeah, I mean, that's the premise of the show, is that this is a guy whose wife had just died of breast cancer, and it's him kind of coming to grips with um, continuing his life without his wife, and Mm -hmm. he keeps watching these videos of her talking to him and, like, maybe videos of them at parties and things of that nature, and he keeps just, like, living in the past instead of trying to, like, move on to the the future. And But at the same time, he's just so brutally honest, which, yeah. I mean... Because he doesn't give a fuck. No, and so... One like, of those things where it's like, what, does he, what do I care? The love of my life is gone. Life's over. I'm just going to fuck it. And he's always, you know, contemplating suicide. And yeah. It's, uh, and he works with her brother. Yeah. Right. So and, it's, and it's, like, it's wild. And he works at a new a little newspaper. And that, so that's something else that I can kind of like appreciate. Cause like, I love when they go out dude, and he, visit the, yeah, do the interviews. He's so going good. out and doing these interviews with like this lady who turned a hundred and she's all like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, every day of my life sucks. I hate it. And blah, blah, blah. It's like, I wish I were dead. And you know, and all that. And then, or he, or the kid who's like living with his mom and he plays the recorder. He plays two recorders with his nostrils and shit like that. And, <laughs> It's like all these, like, you know, but, but see, here's the thing. I have covered the guy that comes into the office and he's like, hey, so check out this, like, 18-pound tomato that I grew in my freaking <laughs> garden and shit. Like, like I've, right. I, I've dealt with the, the that kind of, like, thing. And so, like, I can relate to some of that to a degree where yeah. it's like, really, this is what's going to go in the paper this week. But those people, <laughs> but those people fucking eat it up and love it. And people like, they love it. Sure. Dude, it's not fucking shit news that like you hear every day. You ever watch fucking David Muir and uh, 630 every night, uh, you know, on no. ABC News, <laughs> nightly news. My wife's addicted to it. I think she's addicted to him, but I get it. So am I. He's a good looking dude. But at the same time. <laughs> 
like I'm like, why don't you just go on Twitter and watch the news? She's like, yeah, this is how I watch the news. So I get it. It's her yeah. outlet. And I'm like, they come on every night. Every, every, every show is exactly the same. He comes on and goes, breaking, uh, breaking story as we come on the air tonight. Always breaking stories. Nothing that's uh, happened. Uh-huh. It's breaking. It's breaking. And then it's nine stories about shit happening. And at the very end, of course, America Strong. That's how they leave you, because uh-huh. that's how every, you know, the MO of every show like that is. Every news broadcast, the last thing they leave you is a good feeling. So, Well, yeah, um, we're, we're going to tear you down for half an hour, yes, and then we're going to make you feel good. Yep, yeah, yeah, because no. this guy makes, you know, cupcakes in his basement and <laughs> sells them, right. So, um, but yeah, so, but the other thing, if you like, if you like Afterlife, which is really good, um, I'm firing up that Tarano as well, by the way. Yeah, me too. I'm nice. So. I, uh, yeah, you're going to like it. Um, I love his, uh, I love the interaction with his dog yes. throughout that show yes. too. It's great. Um, and has he gotten to the point? Yeah. He must've where he's met the, the old lady in at the cemetery. Yeah. He's met her. Yeah. Yeah. And he's met her, the yeah. prostitute or the sex worker. I'm sorry. Yeah. 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 Um, the is awesome. Um, and then if you like that show though, Mm-hmm. I recommend watching Derek, another Ricky Gervais show, another one with some people from that show. Same thing. Okay, Derek. It's it's all about he's this. Uh, I don't know how to say it. Just uh, uh, sort of a mentally disabled adult that okay. he plays, but he's super nice. Like he's very like mellow, and it's just any any in the orderlies that work there. So his wife in Afterlife, yeah, the the girl plays his wife is the main nurse in this show in uh, okay. Derek. Okay. In the in the nursing home. Okay. Or whatever kind of home it is. I forget what it was, but I mean it's fucking hilarious. And then if you want even more, you watch the bloopers from that. Yeah. From Derek and you'll you'll piss your pants. Your pants. It's it's so good. Okay. So good. But it just shows to me, to be honest, like Ricky Gervais how you know Uncle Rick is really really <laughs> widespread. You know, he's he's, yeah. he's it's not just the office, which is what a genius is, yeah. thing, you know. What, so, what's but, the yeah, show he did? He did a show where at one point he's interviewing, I think, Patrick Stewart. And Patrick Stewart's talking about some movie idea where he's like got this superpower where he can Extras. just like. Is that is what? Extra? No, like, no, 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 no. Patrick no, Stewart's you're... talking about how he can look at a woman and all of her clothes fall off. <laughs> yeah. What the hell is the name of the show? Because it's, uh, it's him and it's the other guy that created The Office, the tall, blonde guy, glasses. Yeah. There, right? Is that what you talk about? Where they sit behind a desk and fuck? I don't know. Because like, Johnny Depp was in that, I think. Um, I don't know. I he was, was like in a dressing room with Patrick oh. Stewart, and they were doing that. I don't know. I don't know what that was from, but I yeah. always remember that. He's done a bunch of shows. That bit, and it was funny as shit. So it's funny. Um. Anyway, yeah. what so, else to watch? Uh, truthfully, that's about it. I, you know, yeah. I covered Storybots um pretty extensively <laughs> the last time, so I don't think I need to do that. So. Um, well, let me dive. Let me dive in then and uh, into say, you have podcasts. your podcast. Your podcast recommendations. Two of them I, I listened to. I loved uh, uh, "Who Shat on the Floor at My Wedding." Did you like it? I did. It was. It was very. It was a dumb premise. It is a dumb but premise, but great it was, premise. But it was done. It was awesome. So fun. And it was like, one episode that was dry and like, like what the hell are you doing? But the yeah, whole thing was, yeah. was really good. Yeah, the whole thing was really good. I still think Hank had something to do with it. 100% he shit on the floor. See, I think the entertainer is the one who shit on the floor, but I think I think Hank... Uh, well, you're right. 
I think Hank. Hank. I think he covered Hank up. Was him. He covered yeah. up for him. You know, he was being yeah. a, he was being a bro, and he covered up for him. Did you think? Okay, I'm going to say this, and I don't know if you might have to go back and listen to his voice to see. Dude, as soon as I heard Hank's voice, he sounded just like Pedro Pascal. I don't know if I know who Pedro Pascal is. Um, did you see that movie, The Unbearable Weight of, uh, like some incredible talent or whatever, with uh, Nicholas Cage? Oh. Okay. Nope. Um, what else? I would never know. I'd have to look him up. Pedro, so. Pedro Pascal. Would, yeah. He's been in a bunch of shit here lately, but I like okay. Pedro Pascal. And and by the way, that movie with the one that I'm talking about with the unbearable mm-hmm. weight of whatever the fuck with Nicholas Cage, that's a good, good movie. Um. Good. Yeah, I actually really did like that movie. But anyway, um, no, I well, thought that he, podcast is really good. They I did thought it, he they did it like well. Pedro Pascal. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think they did it well. I think they're talking about doing a second season, but not about that. Like they put it out there mm-hmm. that if you have a weird case that you'd like us to mm-hmm. take on, you know, blah blah blah. So like, yeah, I think I think no, it's it's a, it's a smart little like I don't I don't know if you want to call it a genre to do, but it's like it's funny, like people's real lives. Yeah, it's, you know, it's, you can relate to it. Goofy. There's people who listen to that and re- related to Hank. They know a Hank. They know a, so, and that's what draws people. Like, yeah, you know, it's goofy. I just love that he hung out at the girls' True bathroom crime. all the time. Oh, I know. Right? Yeah, yeah I right. know. I'm thinking to myself. I'm like, what kind of freak hangs out for four hours in the ladies' bathroom? And then what was it? What was it? His snack bitch or something like that? Yeah, his snack bitch, which was his like longtime <laughs> his girlfriend, girlfriend who brought yeah. him like. What was it? It was fries and gravy or fries and yeah, fries. Or whatever? But it was actually they called them uh yeah chips. What was it called fries. Were they called chips, chips? Chips, chips. But it's like it's fries. Because like they were Australian, right? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were they got married um, what New, on a boat in Amsterdam. Yep, Amsterdam yeah. on the water on a, on, a, on like a booze yeah. boat sort of thing they rented out. I but. still want to know what's up with the submarine. That was weird. Yeah, that was cool, right? Like yeah. that was kind of interesting. That, that was, oh, how did that come in? There? It was a weird little diversion, but yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Anyway, anyway, so, so all right, yeah, so, so you like that, that was one, one you good. recommended. Yeah, the other one you recommended uh, was the Tylenol murders, and I love that. Mm-hmm. That was good. I never knew that story. That's fantastic. And I talked to my lawyer. Yeah, who's a big podcast fan? I we always like tell each other like, "Hey, this is a good podcast. Listen to this." Yeah, I told her about. It. She goes, "Holy shit!" She was that was a case study for us in law school. I don't doubt it. But she went to law school. Yeah. It's crazy. She's like, they never figured it out, right? I'm like, no, they didn't. Like, no. well, I, spoiler. They didn't, but like, they kind of sure. did. Like, they, they just could never prove it. I would say they, they've got it. They're, they're circling him, but man, he's mm-hmm. just, he's why. But dude, how did he not get in trouble for the other shit? No clue. Cause like, no the freaking dude in the attic and all kinds of crap and everything. I mean, mm-hmm. like, you know, uh, he could have been working for feds or something and been like a kind of a, a kind of like a whitey whitey bulger sort of thing where giving them all this information on how it's all done we'll give you immunity if if this is you know if you give us the whole spiel on how this was done etc who knows I don't know. There was, there was that, a lot to unpack. Yeah, there was a lot going on in that story. But mm-hmm. no, I, I really did enjoy that one. Um, that was good. Yep. I'm trying to think if I'm listening to anything. I've been playing catch up on podcasts here lately. Cause, so that week that I had my son, um, yeah. it really, you know, it just put me behind on like every little thing in life, which, mm-hmm. you know, I don't mind at all. But it's one of those things now that it's like. You know, I have a week's worth of podcasts to catch up on and 
on top sure. of the other ones that I was already behind on. Um, and well, uh, I'll give you one yeah. that, that I listened to. It was awesome. Okay. I just, I think it just finished. Uh, the trial of Kevin Spacey. Ooh. It's all about how the, that old like actor, how basically it, it, it ties into the me too movement. And how this young fourteen-year-old boy, Riggs, isn't Rig or something like that, yeah. is an actor, claimed that Spacey sexually abused him, like one night and thirty-something years ago. Yeah, and then a whole thing went to trial and all that stuff. And uh, I didn't even realize like the trial ended last year, like the end of twenty twenty-two. I'll be damn. Nobody really heard about it I was like, like, I don't it was crazy about it. but the whole story the whole the, the podcast gets by some i think some irish woman uh does the narrating so okay. at first you're like uh this is kind of tough yeah but you get through the first two episodes you're like this is cool like this is okay. good all right interesting story so that that's what i've got as far that as was that. Always, that was always really sad because i always i liked him as an actor um and then you know to find out that he was kind of being a creep it's like well that sucks you know well and I got. I won't say it on here. Okay. But after we're done, remind me because I got something. I got a story that I was told years ago. Okay. About him. Okay. Um, yeah. Let's okay. leave it at that. Okay. So, All right. All right. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> so I'll tell let's you not get that. Kevin Spacey's lawyers. <laughs> no, that's what I don't want. I don't want any. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the story I heard was, you know, I, I can't prove it. I can't not prove it. But, you know. Okay. Okay. But yeah. So, anyways, that's that's uh, that's all, look at yeah. That's all I've got. That's uh, that's what I've got for the entertainment stuff. Really, right. man. Yeah, you're getting a shitload of stuff today. I would say we got all that. Well, why don't we now uh, go ahead and jump into this? Guess what, motherfucker? It's time for three cigars we smoked and enjoyed this week. And uh, anyway, what uh, what what have you been smoking there, Nick? I'll be honest, this past week has been pretty busy, and um, I have been smoking really what was in the July box this month. Okay. Um, I have been pounding through the Terranio uh, yeah. that I'm smoking now. Which I'm liking. I, you know, I did Ray light Clef. that up, and, uh, you know, I'm a little bit in. It's a good all around smoke. Yeah. It's affordable, it's, 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 it's uh, inexpensive cigar um and it's tasty it's real good i enjoy it a lot um yeah it's under 10 bucks so but yeah that's i mean i mean not just to throw them out right away but that's really well i can't think of anything else that i had different this week that um because i I haven't smoked a ton this week and when i have that's what i've smoked so i really haven't oh and i'll tell you no before i get on before i get on i had a uh uh oh god it was a dos hombres uh, oh, okay. uh, a small one, like the little cigarillo, because yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know how long we were going to be. So, quick one, nice half hour. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, that's it. There's a plug for you, Dave. I also have not smoked a ton this week, mostly because it has just been so damn humid and hot out. So, I haven't really sat outside mm-hmm. a lot. I did smoke a little bit in the car, uh, driving and doing my deliveries the other day. And um, I had a uh, surprise Perdomo Saban- uh, Habano Sun Grown. Uh, while doing that, I know, uh, it's like, oh, what else could he have done? But, um, then, uh, today, uh, I went over to, um, 
Riverman and sat with uh, Mike Brinker, who was on the show with me last week. And uh, he and I hung out, and I had a um, uh, Brickhouse Natural, so the, the you know, sun-grown version of that. And I had a uh, uh, Dia de Gloria by A.J. Fernandez. And that's one of those cigars that I I, I don't catch catch it too regularly, but when I do, I really dig it. Um, I, uh, I had it there for a while, uh, regularly. And, um, since then it's kind of, uh, uh, fallen away for me. But, but when I do catch back up with it, I'm like, why am I not smoking this more regularly? So mm-hmm. I don't know. I really did dig that. Well, that reminds me that actually reminds me uh, when you mentioned AJ, I had a, a new world, uh, the Dorado. Oh, okay. And AJ. Yeah. Yeah. You hear all this shit falling down on my table? I do. I drip like fuck. Is that what that is? That's is wild. Water dripping. Yeah, because I've got like the I got this like seventy percent shade pergola. That's not a full roof, but it's like got all these like slats. Yeah, and it's all the condensation from the the the, the sweat earlier, and now it's just dripping like crazy. Wow. Whatever. Yeah. It sounds like rain, but it's not. It's just nasty out. So. Yeah. Um. But anyway, yeah, well, that's all I got. All right then. So, um, well, in terms of uh, my monthly cigars, guys, um, instead of playing the little normal commercial drop, you know, for uh, for those of you who are interested, he talked about it earlier when uh, addressing Patsy and her son. You know, he does have uh, it's a monthly subscription service. He's got boxes in variety of sizes, and uh, you can get in on that. The deadline to get in. On the next month is the 15th of the prior month. So, like, we're coming up, yeah. uh, you know, so August 15th. Will so, be the right deadline now, August is on, coming out. Uh, so, August September. 15th will be the deadline to get in on September, precisely. And, yep. Yeah, and like I always say, there's a couple extras always. So, if you get in by the 20th, you're pretty good. 15th is always, it's not a really, it's a hard deadline, but it's not, you know, mm-hmm. um, because I always have a couple extras. So, um, and I want to get you in as much as possible, but yeah, it's, uh, it was funny listening to Pinky the other day, talk about how, when that's not her on the, uh, oh, yeah. on the, the, the commercial <laughs> and I need to, the, I need to connect with Pinky. I think her and I would get along well. She was I saying know. some things that, um, I really, uh, I agreed with a lot. I'm trying to think of one of them, but, but, um, uh, cause it was like, Oh my God, she, she nailed it. You guys were talking about one thing the other day that, uh, I was kind of mad and really get excited about was cinnamon toast crunch. Yeah. When she said that I, I said it right before her in the car. I was actually, <laughs> I think it might have been this morning I was driving. I'm like, I was listening to the show and you're like, uh, what's uh what's one cereal? And she's, and I'm like cinnamon toast crunch. And then she goes, you know, I really like cinnamon toast crunch. <laughs> I'm like, yes, it's awesome. I got two bags in the thing and I rarely eat cereal. Yeah. But when I see it, at like Costco, I buy it. Interesting. It's weird. It's that that's one I will buy. Have but you I won't tried try any all the, the other variations? shit you guys are talking about? No, I won't try all that other oh, shit. Okay. It's, the, it's the original, you know. It's got to stay there. Gotcha. But uh, um, but yeah, but yeah. So going back to uh, yeah, we can give Pinky to, if she's willing to redo an uh, uh, an ad. I've been working on some stuff all around, and I've been fooling around with some things. And perfect. Uh, I got some thoughts, so we perfect. can do something. We can we can revisit that. Yes, use the code pulpit P U L P I T. We'll get you free shipping on your first box. And just like was a Patsy. Yeah. Perfect. 
example, if you want to start your, you know, 22 year old son learning about cigars, no better way than to get four brand new ones every month that you've never tried. And you start learning what your palate's like, what kind of tobaccos you like, what kind of strength you like, flavors. Uh, we get you all the information and hey, and then you go to your shop, you know exactly what you're doing. Exactly. You know, you know what to ask for. I like this. What do you have that's similar? Do you have a Nicaraguan? Do you have Nicaraguan Puro? Do you have something with a Sumatra? Something like that. This is the cigar I like. What do you recommend that's similar? Well, yeah. And that like really helps. Somebody tonight, for example, could have gotten that Allegiance and they could be like, oh, I mm-hmm. really like this Allegiance. I want to go to the store. Hey, do you have the Allegiance? Yes. And have you tried the Encore, the Pledge, and the, you know, Correct. Historia yep. and blah, blah, blah. And now all of a sudden you've just opened them up to the whole line of uh, EPC cigars. Sure. So, yeah. Sure. Nope. That's the way you to pair do it. it up. Pair it up with some, some tasty, delicious fucking good coffee, you know. Also then, available uh, you, on the website. Also there. So, yeah, there's, uh, things are good. It's summertime, you know, people are uh, doing their barbecue thing and. They're outdoors a lot, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm outdoors all the time. I mean, should I be in the sun? No, but I'm really not. I'm in the shade a lot now. There you go. Now I'm the uh, umbrella guy. I love. I, I used to love just sitting at the beach and doing nothing. But uh, you know, you gotta gotta tone that down now. So it's okay to be under an umbrella. Don't uh, don't take the peer pressure <laughs> from people. <laughs> you don't have to be like super brown tan. Like no. you don't have to get. You don't have to be golden, bronzed. I used to call it uh, the eleven stages of bronzing, and I had nothing yeah. to it except you were white and then you were bronze. I it. don't do that. I go from pale to burn, and mm-hmm. back to pale. So mm-hmm. I was, uh, I, I was, I was definitely uh, gifted those genes. So sure, yeah, same I, here. Yeah, so so I get but, it. yeah, SPF cool. like seventy. You know, mm-hmm. I'm just going out and going crazy. My, my wife just bought me something like this, and it says SPF 70. I'm like, oh, my God. I don't think I've ever used over 30. Yeah. Now I got to go to 70. It's crazy. <laughs> Move it up. I use the 70, man. You know, you got to be him. safe with it. Got him. Yep. I don't care what it is. I think one of my favorite bits is from uh, uh, Lewis Black. He's like, we don't know what's in sunscreen. He goes, you don't fucking know. <laughs> like, it could be zebra cum. Who oh knows? my god! <laughs> it's funny. It's a good bit. Okay, but but use it, man. I don't care if it's zebra cum. If it keeps you from you know getting the shit I did, <laughs> put it on your fucking face, smother it. <laughs> oh my god! But uh, that is brought I mean, not the real stuff. Cum. Don't go to a zoo and get it. Just yeah, get, say, you know the SPF. Yeah, don't, don't go jerk. Dil- diluted. Don't go jerk off a zebra. So. <laughs> Um, hey, real quick! I yeah. know we're wrapping up, but uh, <laughs> I'm like, where's this gonna go? Zebra come. Yeah, speaking um, of zebra come. <laughs> so, what do we got coming up? Uh, nothing was talk ze- about nothing anything? with zebras. Oh, nothing oh, with zebras. Oh, 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 do we want to talk about anything? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if we want to talk about this or not. Do, do, do we? Do, do we want to talk about this? I'm okay with it. Yeah, I think okay. we should. All right. Well, I think it's gonna be pretty good. So, so you know, a couple episodes back. I was talking about how I'm doing the uh, Cigar Authority um, consumer review panel thing that I don't know if they've actually come up with a name for it yet. And, uh, you know, and and you're in on that as well. And so there's only like, what, 40 people? Yeah. And so since we're both in on it, we figured, yeah, why don't we do it together and uh, make a show out of it? So so, you know, as kind of like a, a sub show. You know, I think. Correct me if I'm wrong. It's going to be on the same 
you know, availability platform is the pulpit. Yep. So it'll be put out. It there. won't be a pulpit episode. It will not be the cigar pulpit. But but um, but yeah. it will be under the same feed. Yeah, it'll be on the same feed. So if you get the cigar pulpit already, you're gonna go. You'll also get this. You don't have to do anything different or special. It's not like it's a totally separate. I mean, it's gonna be. It, You'll, bonus content, guys. It, bonus it, content exactly. it's just that bonus Nick Miller content. has given you. But, uh, you know, without even a Patreon, even. Um, but, mm-hmm. uh, you mm-hmm. know, but, um, yeah, so we're going to be doing that. And uh, we'll be we'll be doing our reviews so that we can. Yeah, we're going to smoke because we get those cigars. So basically we get two unbanded cigars Yep. Uh, from that package. And we are supposed to smoke it and review it, give it a score. We're supposed to use our own rating systems, et cetera, give kind of flavor notes, all that. Mm-hmm. Um, so Nick and I will uh, be getting the same ones mm-hmm. and we'll smoke them together just like this. And we will actually review them, uh, talk about them, review them together yep. on the show. Uh, It'll probably be a shorter then, show. I mean, it's not going to be. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. we're not going to get into talking about all kinds of random shit and everything like that. It's going to no, be. No, it's going to be a full on cigar taste. Very cigar focused. Exactly. Do we want to talk name or no? I, do we want or do to I let it? Do we want to just. I don't know. That? Do we just drop that later? I think, I think you know what? Let's just drop that drop later. Drop it later. Yeah. We'll just I think it's going to be fun. You're going to see it show up on the feed. And, yeah. uh, and you're going to be like, what, what, what is the fuck this? is this? But it'll be us. It'll be us doing that, and uh, we'll do that once a month. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll tell you all about uh, how it's going to go, but it should be good. Uh, that way there, it kind of gives you full-on cigar content rather than the shit we talked about tonight. Definitely a little bit more pepper on the retrohale on this Tarano than on the uh, Allegiance. That's got a good kick, right? Um, the, yeah, but the not, but not bad to where, yeah, it's definitely smoother. It's not, a, it's not bad to where I'm like hacking up a lung or anything like that, mm-hmm. you know, but, uh, but there is definitely more spice on the, uh, on the retro hill on this Tarano than on the, uh, the Allegiance there. So yeah, it's a well put together cigar, I think, sure. um, you know, and it's, it's, uh, one of the newer versions of the, uh, Tarano 1959, cause we've had the Exodus before, but this is the silver edition. Okay. Um, yeah, so it's a little bit different from the other ones, but it's really good. I, I've been enjoying them because it's a nice, easy smoke. It's a Robusto. It is a nice, easy smoke. And I haven't had any, it's any really well. Yeah. So. Yep, no issues with it. So, And I like that. And then, again, that goes with the experience. And we'll talk about that, too, when we do the reviews Yep. as well. So, um, yeah, we're putting that together. That should be soon because I should be getting that package why today, not I, tomorrow. I was going to say, Saturday. I checked my mail today, and it was not there, but I'm thinking – it was got, sent out yesterday. I was gonna say I, I got an email saying it was sent out yesterday, so I'm thinking it mm-hmm. should be arriving. Yeah, like you said, tomorrow or or Saturday. So um, yeah, I'm excited for it. That, that'll be fun. It'll be a fun show. It'll be short, not short. Maybe what half an hour? Yeah, forty say, minutes you know, max. About half an hour. Or so I mean, I mean you can only talk so much about this. Stuff. Well, yeah, because it's one of those things that, like, you know, we'll give our thoughts and then you know maybe come back for the second third and you know yeah. blah, blah, guys the show might actually be edited and, and thought and care will be put into it exactly is what i'm saying whereas this one it's just kind of like you know we no hit, thought no we care hit, we hit record and we go you know so it's uh the only editing here is uh hey now we're gonna skip to the youtube side exactly mm-hmm. which by the way you guys missed three amazing stories today so <laughs> go back to the youtube you'll have to check those out um yeah make sure yeah and then uh, i mean i guess you're wrapping up aren't you 
yeah. You don't I, want to talk for another four fucking hours. No, no. I think I think it's probably <laughs> we could be well while, past but, uh, time for us to be yeah. uh, to be wrapping up here. So, uh, in terms of the socials, I'm available on Instagram at the Cigar Pulpit, and I'm on Facebook where we have the Cigar Pulpit Parishioners Group, which is always a fun Good time. Group. And uh, Twitter don't really do much or X. Whatever X. are we calling Love it? that. We didn't talk about that yet. Twitter X, X or whatever. Can we can we just touch on that for a second sure. before we go? Sure. So Okay. Threads and X. Mm-hmm. Or threads and Twitter, right? Mm-hmm. Threads comes out. And it's uh everybody's all up in arms. Do you believe it? Can you believe it took uh this amount of time for threads to get ten million users and it took Twitter like you know months? Um, I'm sorry, but when you have an already established group called Instagram, exactly, that is two clicks of a button, uh huh, and not re downloading anything, like just you got to do it's very easy to do that. So then I saw a funny, uh, and now you can't get rid of your threads unless you get rid of your Instagram. So I didn't join threads because number one of that, number two, I don't trust Meta, yeah, they don't like they don't like our industry. At all? Nope. Um, they censor the shit out of us on all their platforms, Facebook and Instagram. Um, that's why I've told you before, you, uh, Twitter to me, or X, whatever you want to call it, is that's where we're going to live at some point for the cigar industry, I think. So, but what's funny is I saw, so when they changed to X on Sunday, yeah, I saw a nice funny, it was a funny graphic and it was like all these things, How how many how long it took them to get all the social media sites, how long it took them to get to like 10 million or whatever it was. Yeah. And the top said X said 0.1 seconds. Wow. <laughs> well, because because all it did is the, just switch. It's, yeah. it's Twitter. Yeah. Just switch yeah. the name. So, yeah. so it's kind of funny. It was kind of like, screw you, you know, like yeah, duh, we did we've it already quicker. got it here. Um, Here's what it is. Right. But see, I saw that, I guess he's going to face a mountain of lawsuits. Cause I guess Microsoft and meta and a whole bunch of other places. All they have own different. To it, they all right? have like copyrights or something on X or some shit like that. I don't know. So like, but I get the sense he wouldn't have gone through with it if not because everything he does, he's got an obsession with the letter X, mm-hmm. right? Everything is X. This X, Tesla, the, everything, um, SpaceX, te- Tesla X, all yeah. that kind of shit. So I don't. And his son didn't he name his son X or something like that. Uh, um, fuck. I, he had his son had a really weird name, and then I think they switched yeah. it or something. Yeah, I don't know. Probably, but, but yeah. So I I, I hear it. like I, I I read the same things you read about that, but I'll honestly I think there's some loopholes around it where it's like they don't own it. You know, yeah, they cop- who owns a copyright to the letter? I was gonna say, how do you copyright you a know? letter? Yeah, exactly. Um, you can't. It's not a name. It's not a word. It's a letter. You don't own copyrights to letters. Yeah, and the graphics different, and it's in a different context. Yeah, is is Microsoft using it as a Social media platform? Well, no. Or that's news probably, based platform? Microsoft's no. probably got it for something to do with Xbox, I would think. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. video games and whatnot. But sure. yeah, I don't know if they. For sure. But yeah. So. So yeah. Anyway. So it'd be fun, man. Yeah, I'm Team Twitter. <laughs> I'm yeah. Team X. So I'm on there and then YouTube where you can watch this. And guys, once again, get your calls in for Ask the Boys. Area code 863 874 0000. And uh, participate, you know. It's fun when people participate. Yeah. So. Need more. Need more than six. For sure. For sure. So. Make it fun. But we made it fun. And you're everywhere at My Monthly Cigars. 
That's correct. Everywhere. My monthly cigars, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, and then fucking good coffee. F A H King good coffee. Uh, and the King is on Twitter as well. Okay. So he needs to grow his following. What am I? 13. Um, (laughs) he's going to get there. Uh, one day I'll have a girlfriend. One day. Um, (laughs) I like boobs. Um, Oh my god! Can tell it's getting late, and it it's late the show. So, uh, well, I'm glad you had me on, man. I appreciate it. It's nice no, to be back. I was going to say back a little bit more. Good to chat, and uh, you know, always a good time. And so, it's nice yeah, to absolutely. have an, another person to, to answer the questions with. Sure. Know? Hey, hang tight after we uh, clear this out. So I'll tell you that uh, that story. Ah, we'll do. Spacey story. We'll cool. do. Well, guys, um, fine, well, okay, final thoughts on the Allegiance and final thoughts on what you've smoked at the Toronto. Really enjoyed the Allegiance. I think it's a nice, um, more medium, you know, slightly lighter. I don't want to say it was a light cigar, but but lighter yeah. version of the Encore and the Pledge. So if you like the Encore and the Pledge, you're going to like the Allegiance. Um, and if you've maybe not tried the, if you've tried the Encore and the Pledge and you think, ah, these are a little strong for me, try the Allegiance. It's going to give you, uh, I think, a little less oomph. And so it'll be maybe yeah. hopefully something more in your palate. And this Toronto, it's super good. I'm digging it. I'm about not quite halfway. Yeah. Both are listed as medium full, but I'll be honest, it's more of the medium. Um, yeah. You know, and yeah, and you mentioned that stuff too. That, that, that reminds me, you know, what, what I have on the cards comes from the, manufacturers comes from the brands yeah i don't make them up just so you know so when you're disagreeing with what i say mm-hmm. it's not what i'm saying <laughs> so all right okay. all right so y'all the y'all the brands there you go well guys this has been another sermon from the cigar pulpit i'm nick and i'm not kevin spacey <laughs> all right stay safe and stay smoky <laughs> New jam, right? Yeah. Christ, it's way longer than I thought it was. Actually, it's shorter than the old one was. Is it? It is. Damn. It's seems at, long. It's at least six seconds shorter. The uh, the reason it seems a little longer is because like uh it it it's a little louder, and so I start uh, it. I don't start it right when I do the whole like um uh this has been another sermon blah 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 mm-hmm. and all that. I I start it like kind of almost after I've been talking because otherwise it's hard to talk over it. Um, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, no, it's it is cool. actually shorter than the old one. But I had to. Cool. I, I'm trying to class the you know kind of kind of throw a little slap a new paint on the uh on the old thing i you know i need to clean i need to make some drops clean up some drops things of that nature so you know <laughs> I hear you. all that so well, well guys well see you guys all right take it easy <laughs>